that would be like wow you really trust me you trust me with your pleasure like this is something that you might not tell any of your homeboys and that's okay like it's something that we got to share so it would just be like i think it would mean a lot that's so sweet if the guy let me peg right like i'm not just a horn dog i think about the feeling thing sometimes oh that's so sad. but let's not dwell on that (laughs) um Hey bitch, what are you doing right now? The podcast, what are you doing right now? Yeah, I'm gonna like speak a little closer because sometimes I talk too low. Yeah, and I talk quite loud, so you're competing, you know? (laughs) It's a competition. (laughs) Life is a competition. We just wanna... Life is a... Well... You gotta compete with the people who you think are the best, right? I think you're the best. I think you're the but best. I don't compete. I just you inspire me. Okay. Oh, I love you. <laughs> um. Hi. Hello. This- hi. I'm Giselle Gonzalez, the perfume in the back of your drawer that you never use. Uh. Hi. I am the 52 tabs that you have open in your browser, Fran Ogilvy. Ooh, that was a good one. And this is. <laughs> what are you doing right now? the podcast episode three episode three three if you're keeping up with the spanish words um our friends have been listening Um, and i love it i kept on getting texts from (laughs) from um our friend my friend ariel she's our friend she she likes you we're all friends i consider her a friend yeah (laughs) and she was like texting me as she was listening to the second episode and she's like you know they're coming when Mm -hmm. they start calling to god lol so true about giving what you want to receive i went down on a lesbian before she went down on me and i killed it and she was so bad not a feminist (laughs) non-cunnilingus lmao she was just like sending me like literally (laughs) commentary i love the live tweet it was a director's cut of commentary (laughs) I live. I mean, you know, I love her. I and I listen to. I think I've listened to all of her podcasts. Yeah, so I was we listening stand. to uh, Balls Deep today, actually, just catching up while I worked, and it reminded me that one of the things that I was like, oh, trying for the first time, right, for the podcast, because this is what we do here. We try something new every week, and also give advice, and also tell you about our lives, and do whatever we want exactly. because it's our podcast. But. I uh, wanted to treat myself to a new vibrator because I have been depressed and why do I make money if not to spend it on myself? So I bought the Balesa Air Vibe. Ooh. Uh, the one that they did with BuzzFeed. I'll show you. This is what it looks like. You guys can Google it yourself. Um, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what it looks like. But dude, I bought it because... So I have the Satisfier too. I think that's also from Balesa. And I like that one a lot. But I wanted like a hands-free moment. Mm. Um, because none of the toys that I have right now, like I could do hands-free. And I was like, I think this one I'll be able to do that. And then obviously because of uh, Ariel and Rachel, their podcast, they have the discount because yes. their podcast is powered by Balesa. I was like, I, I typed 
<laughs> balls deep got my discount and they also didn't even uh, put vat on it i live in the uk and that's customs usually puts a task oh uh, wow and i don't know what they did but it didn't get taxed Woo! so thanks Melissa. <laughs> you heard also, it here first um, you don't get taxed if you buy you heard it here first <laughs> in the uk that's so funny this isn't sponsored but it could be um <laughs> so we're like let us be your sister uh, podcast <laughs> We can get that out. Uh, um, what's it called? What's our email address? Uh, W-I-D-R-N-Pod. I feel like once we have more episodes for, for W-I-D-R-N-Pod than we had for now boarding, we'll like get used to it. 100, 100. I still have now boarding in the back Me of too, mind. me too. I almost um, say it all her. the time. She's the, she was our first baby. Yeah. And then we were like, we put, we gave her back. We, we do a combo. <laughs> we put her on a shelf. <laughs> we do a combo. What are you uh, doing right now now boarding? <laughs> Bro, we it, we could be like whatever. We don't know what we're gonna Wait, do. Wait, so have you tried it? The, box. the the okay, yeah, the yeah, yeah. So I tried it. Yes, the first time I tried it, I was too high and I didn't realize that like it was very malleable. Yeah, like, you could, can like, like bend, bend it, it and stuff. I thought it was. I didn't know because I didn't read the instructions. I was just like, yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. Um, Who reads the instructions I, I really for high. vibrators? I don't know. People like to be informed. Uh, I'm not one of them. Um, all- I always think. I always overestimate my abilities like i always think i can do it so anyways i did it and it was like it felt good and stuff but then i was like uh uh it's not good oh whatever good night I, you know one of those but then the next day i woke up and i was like no i have to do this for the pod so i need to give it a proper shot so that's when i when i was cleaning it it was like whoa wait i can really move this shit around this changes the game so I I had a shower and I put some incense on. I put some music on. I got a little lit. Um, and then I queued up my porn vids on my computer because yes. I don't watch porn on my phone. Okay, um, stop hating. Listen, it's like a C. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm going to try and explain. It's like a C and then the top bit has like a little sucker that would go on your clit. And then there's like a... It would be like, uh, mm, yeah, like kind of like as long as a thumb, but kind of thicker. And then that would go in your pussy, uh, like inside to kind of hold the um, the sucking part in place. Like it's like a clip, like it hooks in, I guess. Yeah, like it it hooks in there. And then so the the thing that's inside vibrates and it has a bunch of different settings and the thing that's outside has different um intensities of suction uh it's great (laughs) it's great there's a lot of choice i've never used Um, a um clitoral suction toy try this one yeah i might get that one there's this one and then there's one that's handheld that i think it's it's like 10 bucks cheaper all right uh use their use yeah code i only use deep. their code <laughs> <laughs> i'm like every um, time i can of our homies <laughs> damn all right but that's one thing i tried this week also another thing i'm trying this week is do you like this little i animal? was about to say you're giving me do i look cute? you look very cute and you're giving me i love her she's on tiktok this girl with the green beanie except you're not wearing a green beanie you're wearing a green bandana and i like it well, you said you like it and you love her. That's all yeah. taking away. No, I love but this yeah, look. But yeah, I don't know. I wanted to try another new thing because, you know. Is the um, is the green bandana wait, your new thing? I don't know. It could be. You know green's my <laughs> yeah, favorite Yeah, green color. is your color. I was My like, cousin 
Green is my color. My color. My cousin told me that I was reinventing green for her, and she thought that green was cool again because I made it cool again. My cousin's older than me. Okay, it's not like a little kid that looks up to me. Like, <laughs> so it's like respectful. <laughs> I was actually asking people today because my friend texted in our group chat, Lucy, if I was a color, what color would I be? And mm-hmm. for her, it was instantly yellow. I think you can like confirm for Lucy yellow sunshine rain yeah, like just I like confirm. happy and she couldn't find one for me no one could figure out one for me and I was like damn do I like not have a color and I don't think I do someone told me green and I was like okay it must not be because I wear green because I don't it must be like my aura is green but then someone else was like two people told me color- green but then they were like we can't confine you to just green like maybe like a girlier vibe too so I settled on coral Okay, I was literally going to say, like, a terracotta, but, like, maybe a little bit pinker. That's your color. Terracotta, but pink. <laughs> but I was, like, not as loud as coral, like, something, a li- but still vibrant, but more, like, tirando, like, going towards an earthier terracotta than, like, a okay. shiny coral. Yeah. You get me? Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. I'm actually doing my nails coral on Wednesday. <laughs> or, like, a... Yeah, that's your classic. Like, a... Like, maybe, like, a terracotta vibe. It'll be, like, a pastel-y coral. Because spring. Ugh. You're my best friend, and I know you so good. <laughs> better than anyone else. Your jealousy um, is showing. Um, no, but I love shut it. Up. But, okay, I don't um, really have... What do you think my color is? I think my color is yellow as well. I would say, like, I would say orange or green. But that's because I've seen you in... Oh, orange or green. Okay. I've seen you in so much green recently and there's green everywhere right now yeah. your plants green are green is my favorite color um yeah i would also say but it yellow. doesn't mean it's my aura color you know what i mean i know it's hard i'm really i can't uh, i can't be confined can't to be one well my i don't know green and yellow are equally my favorite colors i can't put one beyond the other so it makes sense i am not one thing i'm bisexual <laughs> i cannot choose to save my life i'm not gonna pick an aura color i know it's hard um, to say it was just like a okay we'll try to guess and maybe this will match your vibe it's like fine if i have to be confined to these parameters i will comply yeah this is my answer i feel like what are, anyways what what did i what do did, what did you do well or, or, i met a celebrity on your week whatever you want to <laughs> i met Christopher Maloney from SVO. Ah! <laughs> I already knew this. I know. But I, still I know. Yeah! Um, major fangirl moment. Basically, SVU was filming in my neighborhood of Park Slope, and I freaked out. Woke up at 7 a.m. to try to find him on the set. They were filming for two days, but I only stalked for one. We did, Rachel and I, we did find the set. We saw him from afar, saw his ass. I was like, oh, yes, Zaddy. And then. Gorgeous. You know, we went back home we, to our individual homes, went about my day. It was 3 p.m. And I was like, I need to go to kickboxing. But I didn't want to. But I was like, I'm going to go to kickboxing because what if I run in to Christopher Maloney, a.k.a. Daddy Stapler. So I'm walking. I'm, list- I'm watching SVU as I walk because I'm currently addicted because I knew he was going to be in my neighborhood, Obvious. obviously. And I'm walking. I'm walking. I pass by a man in a blue suit talking to someone who looks like a PA she's carrying like clothes and I pass by and I'm like oh my god it's him it's Zaddy Stabler 
I wait for him to stop talking to her. Spotted. <laughs> I wait. Spotted. There he is. I wait for him to stop talking to her as a stalker does. I'm just like, Ugh. he ta- is done talking to her, starts walking towards me. And I'm like, you're Christopher Maloney. And I just point at him. <laughs> He's like, I am. And I'm like, I'm such a fan. I literally am watching SVU right now. Can I get a picture? He's like, that's awesome. Yeah, of course. Um, and then he was like, we were both walking in the same direction. And he, I guess, remembered <laughs> when he remembers that I had kickboxing. So he was like, do you do Muay Thai? And I was like, no, it's just like regular old kickboxing. And he's like, that's still awesome. And I was like, yeah, you know, got to be on the defense because like rapists everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he knows uh, laugh through the trauma <laughs> and then he was like no you got to be on the offense and i was like oh yes okay wow amazing advice from an amazing man he's like 60 years old and he can get it still he can get he looks hot he looks i mean hot. i've recently gotten into svu now because of you because of the podcast that you recommended the that's, that's messed, messed up, up. yeah now Izzy and I, my roommate, we watched the episode that they're going to talk about. Oh, my God. Before we listen to the podcast. Yeah. So we're like like lesbian lovers with that are 45 and have no friends type of status (laughs) with like our podcast. And I'm like, bro, Izzy's my roommate. She's my bestie. We're not dating. Everybody wishes. Unless you're the department of visas. Izzy is my wife. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, I can witness. I I, con- I concur. I don't know. I want her to stay in the country. She's Australian. It's hard out here. I'll do anything for my friends. So. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Let's not reveal the tea, the secrets of the immigration. <laughs> um, everything's a joke unless not. Um, but that's super exciting. I bitch. know. It's like meeting a real life celebrity. It was. And he was so nice. He was so And he nice. remembered you. So. I know. He didn't. I didn't give him my name. But I feel like if I introduced myself as like the girl who was going to kickboxing um, and like showed him the selfie, like obviously he would remember. It like sucks that we like had to wear masks. Yeah. But it's fine. You do what you need to do. Oh, I also got my first vaccine shot. That's so amazing. So she's one step closer to being able to travel internationally, aka go to London. Coming to me. I'm so excited. I can't contain it. Wait, tell us. Tell us where you got this vaccine. Where are you? Okay, I'm in. I spy childhood bedroom. (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) I'm in Miami. I got here. It's what day is it it's monday i got here on thursday and i got my vaccine shot on friday and then i am getting the second one in new york um because i'm just here for like eight days i leave on friday but i'm so excited a healthy amount yeah it was fine the shot you know i was just tired that day but i have no my arm is was sore no otherwise symptoms Mm -hmm. you know i feel healthy as a horse i feel like i have superpowers and I can't wait to venture out into the world once I'm fully vaxxed. Yay! I love it. <laughs> I can't wait to get mine. I keep getting texts because I think the person that had my number before me is over 60 or whatever. So they keep getting texted to link up for the vaccine, come sign up. And I'm just you like, should. it's not me. Like, my name is not blank. Like, no, because <laughs> it's, it's specific. I don't fit the criteria. Unless you want to count depression as a disability, which... People do. 
I don't qualify for it. You know what I mean? But I found that, well, no, 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 I'm not going to take credit. Izzy sent me an email that says that if you volunteer at a clinic that vaccinates here in the UK, you get to, you get to get the shot. So I'm going to look into that. Um, When will you be eligible? So I can speed it along. If you don't know, in the United Kingdom, the 19th of December, 2020, Boris Johnson was like, Christmas is canceled. No one can fucking go anywhere. We're going into a third lockdown. Nothing will be open. Go to your homes. Don't leave. Lockdown. Everyone's dying. Horrible. It's oh all your fault. It's the public. Fuck you guys. It wasn't like that, but that's how I decided to re- interpret it. I also got coronavirus during Christmas, so I was feeling not well. Emotionally, physically, whatever. I was fine, obviously. We ride. But anyway, so we've been in lockdown literally since christmas and april 12th was the day that non-essential shops and most importantly to the british public the pubs would open back up again obviously with restrictions and limitations and with the pubs i feel like i think it's outdoor dining so pub gardens i think indoor dining is still not available but so today's a huge day and just to show y'all how responsible and committed i am to this podcast my friends are all at the pub right now because when work ended they were like, oh, we want to be impromptu and go to the pub because you couldn't make bookings, so we am sure we can get a table. Fran, do you want to come? I said, no, I cannot because me and Giselle have a lot of hours of difference and very small windows where we coincide and can record. But also, like, I'm not that much of a hero. I really don't care that much about the pub because I don't care that much about drinking. Uh, but it's the social aspect of it. And people here love the pub. It's, it's an institution. Of course. Um, the British public live for the pub. Someone explained to me as a living room outside of your home. And that made a lot of sense mm. to me because everyone in London, super kind of like New York overall, unless all your friends are in Brooklyn, New York is huge. So pubs are a way of like having a living room in the middle where you don't, you know, it's as cozy as your house, but you don't have to go all the way to your house or your friend's house. So that's lovely. But all my friends live walking distance to me pretty much, except for one. And I just traveled to see her. So it's also going to be only like 730 when we finish. Probably you could probably still make it out if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll still make it. And I like <laughs> arrive late. And I love to be like, wow, she made it. Oh, my God. You know, I love oh my to like God. see the crowd get excited for yeah, me. Yeah, that is true. We love a, a narcissist. We love a late arrival. I love that. Oh, entrance. my God. How fun. I want to go to the pub. I want to have friends. Come. <laughs> you have friends. I know I do. I'm your friend. <laughs> your best but friend. Like, and your friends are great, you dumb bitch. Anyways. I know. But like, out. Socialize. Party. Yeah, I want to. Well, when you come to London to visit me. We'll go. I'll take you. I want to like, yeah, I want to be with the big crowd. I feel like I haven't like hung out with like a big crowd of friends in a while, which isn't necessarily a bad yeah, thing, same. but it's like kind of whatever. But I miss it. I miss the dynamics. I know. Me too. I also miss flirting IRL. I'm so bored of the dating app. <laughs> I miss just like making eyes across the room and then someone coming over and then you flirting just like like social interaction in general i'm thirsty for it well you can't say you miss flirting because you have a boyfriend so flirting is not a crime (laughs) i'll flirt with my girlfriend like my mom says los ojos son solteros the eyes are single idioms with friend <laughs> i mean flirting is like like i will flirt with girls to satisfy that you know i love 
flirting. Mm-hmm. I'll flirt with a female. I know. Also, like, I want to, yeah, I want to flirt with girls and, like, make girlfriends at, like, the bars, like, the clubs, you know? When you, like, go to a bar and you're, like, you find, like, your bar soulmate in the bathroom. 100. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. I miss that. I miss that. Because, like, guys are whatever, honestly. Can't like, wait. The guys at the bars are trash. I want to, like, hang out with the girls. Like, go on pub crawls with the girls. And, like, the boys are disposable. But the girls are forever. Put that on my gravestone. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, You're like, amen, Wait, what sister. else is new? Um, amen, sister. Well, I've just been consuming a lot of television. Um, did you watch the Demi Doc? We don't have to talk about it if you didn't watch it. No, okay. I didn't. I'm Skip. sorry. I saw this movie called <laughs> The Half of It yesterday, which is actually so good. It was so cute, and I want to recommend it to everyone because it was so freaking good. It was about this. Um, it's very, like, to all the boys I've loved before-esque, but not, like, it's a rom-com without being, like, a happily ever after romance which i loved it like is basically just like there are different ways to love and it's about this um this chinese girl who she's like the only chinese girl in her school and she gets hired by this like football player boy who is really nice gives me dylan o'brien vibes i very much fell in love with him he gets hired by her to write love letters to this girl but the twist is that ellie chu who is the the girl who writes the letters she's in love with aster the girl who she is writing the letters for <gasps> gay twist gay twist and it is so but she becomes like such good friends with this guy and they become like it's like about like their love story in terms of like friendship and just like how they like really needed each other and then like i'm not gonna tell you how it ends but just like it was so freaking good and just like very heartwarming and i highly recommend it so okay i mean you sold it well so maybe i will watch it very much coming of age gay story filmed really well but also just like love isn't just about the love story romance peace out mic drop wow mic drop and (laughs) she's so she conveys it all so well yes thank you and i guess besides that i've i learned something new i learned did you know that rabbis can have sex? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this when you posted on your story. No, wait, I actually, I'm so glad you asked her because that's something I would have wanted to know. So Cause we're, now I know because of Yeah, I, I, we're two I, Catholic, we Catholic school bitches. Like, we fucking don't know. I, yeah. I thought. I didn't go to Catholic school, though. Okay, whatever. I went, I went to an international school. That's why I'm so cool and confident. Okay, I have no boundaries because well, I didn't have to fucking do my sins every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to talk. I had to do my sins. I had to know all about my sins. And I was like, I don't want to know. Um, I'm reading this book called The Intimacy Experiment. And it's about a ex-porn star turned sex business module mogul mogul whoa um, mogul, mogul? mogul yeah she like is an ex-porn star and her and her ex-porn star co-workers start like a business together this is in the first book the roommate um and in the second book it's about her and her name's naomi and she basically partners up with this rabbi to like basically make young people want to go to the synagogue so she's teaching like a seminar at the oh. synagogue and it's called Modern Intimacy. 
And I was like, there's always sex in these books. Like, they're rom-coms. They're contemporary romances. So I was like, okay, the main guy is a rabbi. This is why you read the books, Giselle. Yeah, to learn if rabbis can have sex. <laughs> and I did. And they can. So it's like reform Judaism. And, like, um, in reform, they can. And I asked. But, like, casual sex? Like, okay. can a rabbi swipe on Tinder and fuck? I think they can. I mean, I don't know if they will like swipe on Tinder, but from my understanding, it's all about like image. Like if it like it doesn't look great. I haven't gotten to the part where they have sex, but I know it's coming because like based off of this girl's previous mm-hmm. books. Um, but according, you can sense it. You know a little bit about course. foreshadowing, and like they can. They it's not like a sin. Like they can have sex outside of marriage. They're not necessarily like. It's not like looked up on like it's not like approved all the time but it also depends on like the generation whatever whatever um but they can date and it's not like priests you know they are not that's nice good for them abstinence is not a thing i mean yeah from my understanding of judaism which is very little to none sex is very celebrated yes from the little so i asked that i've seen <laughs> my friend can rabbis have sex i like do i am and she was like lmfao like this is crazy um and then she told me yes it also like it depends but um in the torah sex is actually like celebrated and supposed apparently it's also like said that a man should go down on a woman in the torah good written I don't know uh, if it's in the script. It is written. <laughs> it is written. That's a God I can agree with. Listen, I agree with God and my version of God. I don't agree with man's interpretation of God because a lot of the time men interpret God's word, quote unquote, air quotes, what are the, yeah. you know, in a way that benefits them. So it's like the Pope and the church saying that the gays can't get married. And they were like, oh, they can exist. You know, we can't deny their existence. Fucking obviously, because we're here. <laughs> Hello. But they still can't get married, though. But it's just such a fuck you to so many people. Because I grew up Catholic, and I grew up hearing how it was so many things that I am or sin or whatever. But a lot of the things about particularly gay people. And it's it's a lot of the reason why it took me so long to come out to my mom was because I was so afraid because she's so religious. I grew up going to church literally every Sunday. I don't go to church anymore, but whenever I'm with my mom, if we can go to church, I'll go with her because it means a lot to her. And my entire family on her side is super Catholic, like super yeah. Catholic. And Uruguay is a really small three million people country. It's quite close minded. So I was terrified because I was like, what is my family going to think? Like, I've heard them say such horrible things about gay people. They, we were discussing because my cousins, I'm the one, me and my brother are the youngest of my cousins. Most of my cousins have kids. And they were discussing how they didn't want to let their kids watch Frozen 2 because they had heard rumors that Elsa was a lesbian. You're kidding. And, one of them was like, I don't want my kids around that. And in my head, I was like, your kids are already around that because I'm gay as fuck. <laughs> um, but that like hurt my feelings. And like I told my mom that and she was like, listen, I totally get where you're coming from. And she, My mom had the best possible response to coming out that I could have ever dreamed of. We had to do it over FaceTime because of the pandemic, but she did a great job. And then afterwards, when we were done talking, she sent me on WhatsApp all these pictures of like the gay flag and like stickers waved. Your like, mom it was so is cute. so cute. Anyways. My mom is so cute. But what she told me was they're just saying these things because of ignorance. And 
they have so much love for you that like once they understand and like you can be the new frame of reference for them of like who gay people are it's gonna change which she's right i was like it sucks that that's the approach i have to take but like that's fair but i'm very privileged that like my family is very supportive and even though they have these dumb views at the end of the day i know they love me and they're gonna come around like, it's not an issue like i don't think i'm gonna be shunned or anything but it's just like little subconscious cultural societal things yeah. like that it's so it is annoying that like our generation has to be the generation that like teaches the other people in our generation because they're ignorant of like you know this is okay and like you need to accept it sort of thing i just have yeah i i i wouldn't consider myself religious at all because i i shun i shun the the catholic church and their uh, ideals but i would definitely say i believe in like a higher being like i'm not an atheist but i'm not yeah i don't know it's so hard because like sometimes the catholic church just like does things that i'm like wow why do you make me hate you so but i respect everyone's catholic, religion the catholic church does a lot of things that make me go Ugh, i know what is that but i think what i hold on to is because i see religion through my mom's eyes right. and for her it's just she's so faith spiritual and it's really gotten her through a lot i i kind of like absorb it through her in a way that's kind of how i've shifted my relationship with religion because then i try and see what she sees in it and then i find all of those things quite comforting but i don't think i will be going to like a standard church situation again unless until unless it's like a pre-approved priest that my mom raves about then i'll be like right. okay i'll go hear them out and I, I do believe in, in a higher power, a god of sorts, if that's what we want to call it, because I do feel blessed in life. And I don't think you can feel blessed without a connection to like something bigger than you, because I like I deserve good things. They're coming for me because they're meant for me, because someone out there, something out there is looking out for me because of my energy and the way I carry myself and being as good as I can and being as kind as I can and all of that, that, that like energy, I put it out, it's, I'm going to get it back. That's what I believe in. Right. So, and I think that was formed from religion and growing up Catholic, but that's my current interpretation of it. It's just, I have my relationship with that. Yeah. And that's no one else's business with my own. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I think my, my like parents never really, made me go to church i would mostly go with my grandma and she's like baptist which is more serious christian i don't really know the difference i think going to catholic school definitely shaped my view on religion and gave me like a bad taste for catholicism in general and that mm. to me is like I saw a lot of that and I still see a lot of that with a lot of people I know who are religious, like my grandmother. And like, mm -hmm. it just. 100. That's why you were <laughs> such a little rebel. It's like, <laughs> fuck this. Uh, all, you, all of you are hypocrites. Cause I just like, I, you know, I've dealt with a lot of people who are, you know, so religious, a woman of God, a man of God. But then when it comes to like accepting certain things about other people, they just don't. 
And that's like, okay, then Mm. you're not, you know, fulfilling your religious duty to like be a good Samaritan or be accepting of others. Love thy neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Like you have, yeah, you love your neighbor, but under certain stipulations. It doesn't make me want to turn away from spirituality and religion fully, but definitely makes me want to turn away from like organized religion, especially because I think my mom is not like a huge fan or my parents in general. They don't necessarily like, you know, um, connect with like a certain organized religion. They're just like spiritual and believe in God. And like, you know, my mom would like pray over me when I was little and like she prays for me probably now Mm -hmm. still, you know, like she has that connection, but it's very like, between just her and her God and not like an organized religion or like a man or a priest or whatever. Like, so that's your take, my take on religion. (laughs) No, but I think this is like, this is all interesting stuff. I feel like not everyone grew up Catholic. That's something that I've learned because for me, I lived, I grew up Catholic and I mostly lived in Latin America where most people grow up Catholic. So until I got to college in the U S I thought, well, I didn't think everyone grew up Catholic, but that was just my frame of reference. Yeah. I didn't. I knew there were other things. I just didn't know what that was like. Same. And here I've met people who have no idea what it's like to grow up Catholic and, and getting to talk about it and, and look back on it with a perspective of, oh, it did cause me a lot of trauma. And, oh, yep. I've had to recover and grow out of a lot of things that I can link back to this. But it's still interesting. And I think if... I ever have kids I'll probably have more of an approach a lot of them tend to be more on like the conservative side of things but I want to know about the other ones that are more on the because what if there is like a religion that aligns more with my views and I just haven't discovered it you know yeah that's so true I mean that's that's true about everything you don't know what you don't know right so yeah. get exploring see what else tickles your fancy and then we can talk about it in the pod so <laughs> win, win, win. i come back next week and i'm like i am now jewish <laughs> <laughs> i feel like ariel would love that <laughs> she would literally cream her pants she would be like she was like i when i asked her about um can rabbis have sex she was like i love when you ask me questions about being jewish <laughs> and i was like okay <laughs> I was like, as long as I'm not offending I anyone, I don't want to offend. I just genuinely grew up Catholic and I have no idea about like Judaism. Like I just don't know, but I'm here to learn. She just wants to know. Listen, I feel like when it comes to satisfying your curiosity, it's all about how, what your intentions are when you're asking the question, right. if it offends or not. You know what I mean? When something could be offensive, but you go about asking it from just like, I'm trying to be curious and I'm trying to be... And she's one of your best friends, so you don't, exactly. but you would be tactful if it wasn't someone you knew that well. And if your intentions are good, I don't think you can go wrong. Because if they offend and you immediately, you apologize, you learn, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z, then it's not a problem. Yeah. And that applies to everything. True. True, true, true. Um, that was a tangent I didn't think we were going to take, <laughs> but I thought was good. Um, uh, wait, I wanted to tell you something yeah, about that? catching you up on me before we like, I don't know. I mean, this has been very organic, so I don't know. Yeah, like, no. I want to no, tell you this before we like. Go. I don't have anything else. Really. Um, <laughs> okay, so you know, you know the teacher that I hooked up with after I stopped seeing the girl. Yes. Okay, so I saw him again. Uh, I went to his place because my bed frame was broken it's not broken now but I, I had to just go back but i was like whatever the dick was so good it was worth it <laughs> um, so wait I, your bed frame broke before you got the dick or after 
No, my bed frame unrelated broke. Oh, okay. <laughs> it came broken, kind of like from when I moved in. Last time I hooked up, I also went to his, but normally I like to like alternate because I don't want to be traveling for dick all the time. But anyways, I went over and uh, he, he went down on me. It was great. Like he, he's very good at that. And then we, we were having sex and I was on top. And because he's so good at, at eating pussy, I was like, okay, I'm going to put on a show now. <laughs> um, so I think he like asked me to get on top and I was like, okay, showtime um so i was like whatever riding normal and then there's this thing that i love to do this is my favorite i'm gonna give you guys away a move but you're gonna you're gonna see why i'm telling you so i was like i got on top and then i like got on my feet like on mm-hmm. the mattress I, I so i was like i had a lot of this guy has a huge like a pretty big dick okay so this only works if there's length otherwise you can't do it sorry Um, so then and then you just kind of like so i would just kind of like yeah normal and then i would like very slowly go up almost all the way out and then very slowly go down all the way down and just like once i was down just like grind forward and back and then while i did that I, i i did that for a little and then he was like at one point literally begging and then i choked him a little and then i like got up and i was like beg for it he was like like, fine please please and And then we like kept having sex did other stuff um but while i was doing that he literally asked me he was like who taught you how to do this wait i'm gonna try this no listen to me and i was like baby you think a man could teach a woman how to do something like this true blown away and then he was like i can't believe you're only 23 and i was like get with it baby i know i'm hot that's half the thing um i also spent like my entire life horseback riding so i have great hip rhythm (laughs) dude okay Um, i think i've got it down i was like lol lol yeah girl we can i mean i feel like i was very clear yeah um because this is a podcast so i had to give you an image but I'm anyways, just such a lazy bitch um, when I'm on top that the whole like putting my feet down on the bed doing you can do it on your knees. I'm just very flexible. I have very long legs, so we'll see. I'll attempt. You can do it on your knees 100. Yeah. And if you could like get him, get him. No, because you, you want distance. But right. if your man's or like person that you're sleeping with has a ween and it's smaller, you and you want to try this, what you can do is you can put cushions under their butt because that lifts like them, right? So then you and then that way you you're not that much balancing because a lot of the time is there's a lot of distance if you're on your knees between yeah. you right the dick and your so that's why I like I'll get on my legs because then you're in a crouching position and you're just you're just trying to get yourself as close as possible in a maneuverable way no, to it. the base of their what you if know. like because I um my thing is bed firmness so my bed is like soft it's very plush so mm-hmm. i feel like that makes it harder to do certain positions because it's like you're almost sinking into the bed mm. so it's like should i do this on the floor <laughs> yeah fucking do it on the floor you'll get a lot of balance there yeah you'll just like uh, and i just love i i'm also a lazy girl like you and i just like i'm a pillow princess i like things being done to me but i look i do like the power shift of being on top because I know I'm good. It's what I'm. It's one of the things I'm greatest at when yeah. it comes to sex is being on top, and I like 
they like the view and I like the way they're looking at me. Oh my God, I love the way they're looking at me because it's this like uncontrollable desire. And I love to be like, no, don't move. No, don't touch me. Just look like things like that. They're yeah. so simple. But a lot of the time men, I like to be sub most of the time and men most of the time are only dominant because that's what girls want from them all the time. So if you just give them a break of subtle dominance, which is what I like to mm-hmm. do, they lose their shit. Oh, yeah. So many guys that I've slept with, I've been the first girl to choke them. And I'm not in, like, okay, guys that I sleep with do say I'm a freak. I don't think I'm that much of a freak because I have friends that are, like, a lot freakier than I am. But, like, right. I like to try stuff. And it's, like, a light. You don't even have to do it hard, but just, like, grabbing them oh, by I the neck. choke all the way the you time. would like a misbehaving puppy like like it doesn't have to be hard <laughs> oh my god a misbehaving puppy <laughs> like that can yeah yeah, a lot yeah. Of pressure. i just, just like wanting i just not a comparison i would make <laughs> i think it's so funny no you know, I my agree. brain's a crazy place yeah. and also just telling them like no don't touch me oh not tying them up or anything just being like no mm-hmm. wow it's so good and it's it's so simple like it's so effortless anyone can do it you don't really and it's still a lazy girl trick because you're literally being like don't touch me but that i just saying a couple words i do like like you i like to be a sub but so does my boyfriend i think like he definitely will dom most of the time Mm. but he definitely likes to be a sub so i everyone likes i know but i just like i i i feel like majority of the time i like to be a sub and then like being a dom is like work for me a little but we definitely i definitely yeah. and it's like when you want and on your terms yeah i mean we've definitely like yeah i've definitely choked him choked him while riding him choked him while riding his face he's a fan oh. of that one tied him up with like hmm? my robe <laughs> string thing like love it yeah, yeah but yeah, i yeah. feel like that's like the most sub i'll get yeah, I love doing that one. It's so easy <laughs> and it's so hot. <laughs> um, That's easy. I mean, but it's about delivery and energy, right? Yeah. You know, I, I'll go like, no, don't touch me. And they okay. die. Internalized homophobia. True. It's so true. Men. You're conflicted that it felt good. Yeah, I think mm, so. That's just shame mixed with pleasure. I've tried. Every time I've tried it, I'll talk about it and then I'll be like, no, no. And then I'll be like, okay, okay, okay. And then, oh, this is, I'm such a fuckboy. And then I'll be like, I'll be blowing whatever. And then, which I barely do. So I'm like, it's already a spectacle. I'm like, let me make you feel the most good. And then I'll just like, like, yeah, whatever. And then, yeah, try and get it really wet. And then just like try and sneak my way around. Yep. Just applying a little bit of pressure and see what gives. But most of the time I get a response. It's like a recoil yeah. backwards. And they like close their, yeah. clench their butt really yeah. tight. And I'm like, ah, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's like, hey, if you try and put it in my butt, I can try and put it in your butt. It's totally True. fair. But I'll stop immediately. I'm not trying to like harass anyone. But exactly. like they try and put it in my butt, you know? So it's like, I'm like, I like a finger in the butt me too so it's like i already like it and i like it for a reason and i don't even have a prostate so i'm just trying to explore the pleasure that you can yeah feel. he's constantly trying to get in my butt so i'm like you know what now the tables have turned and i'm gonna i mean make it like a fair thing like yeah okay, yes and then me like whatever you put in mine i can put in yours <laughs> <laughs> that'd be crazy <laughs> he would be like um rethinking his whole thought process <laughs> That'd be so savage, though. You should do it. I know. I feel like I might have said that once. 
It sounds like a bad bitch thing to say. Yeah, I think I, I was like, oh, you want to stick it in my ass? Well, me too. <laughs> Vice versa. Go on then. <laughs> but yeah, it is my dream to peg. Um, I have one person in the U.S. who said he would let me peg him. Do I um, know him? But one, I have to get vaccinated and then I'll tell you later. <laughs> Wait, uh, do I know him? No. no. Okay. <laughs> But you know of him. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that laugh. But apart from that, no one else. Yeah. Everyone else. I ask everyone that I sleep with if I'm like, if they're cool and I want to see them again and I like, I'm tr- I would envision myself yeah. trying to peg. I'll, I'll like be like, oh, is that something that you're interested? Like, would you? Um, it's hard to come by. Uh, I just, yeah, I think I'm, I'm such young. a selfish s- sex lover. lover. There we go. That, like, I'm, like, will that bring pleasure to me? Probably not, you know? Because it's just for them. Yeah. But you and I like different things for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, it would be, like, the power play. Right. You get off on the power. Fucking you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think it would just be hot to see a man in such a vulnerable position because I love it when men cry. Like, I love it when men express vulnerability. I do like it when men cry, but I don't necessarily want to be pegging them while they're crying. No, no, I don't want him to cry. I want him to be, like, in ecstasy yeah, yeah. when I am pegging him. And, like, I feel like it, 50-50, like, as hot as it would be to actually the physical action. Like, another, it's also, like, the, the fact that they would let me peg. Like, that mm. is very meaningful to me, I think. Like, that would be, like, wow, you really trust me. You trust me with your pleasure. Aww. Like, this is something that you might not tell any of your homeboys, and that's okay. Like, it's something that we got to share. So it would just be like, I think it would mean a lot That's to so me sweet. If the guy let me peg. Right? Like, I'm not just a horn dog. I think about the feeling thing sometimes. Aw. That's so sweet. But let's not dwell on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> shut up. You're like, fuck that, though. Back to the subject at hand. Um, Back to the show. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, I was going to say something else while we were on the subject of this, but I forgot. Oh, well. I did get a, a butt plug and I haven't used it yet, so... TBD. Oh, I I have butt plugs. I love a butt plug. Oh my god, wait. I was using the new vibrator with a butt plug and it was so good the butt plug popped out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of anecdote I want. <laughs> well, this is the content Balesa will get if they pay me, but like now they get it on the back end. You know, if you're still listening, you get to know more about the vibrator now. <laughs> you're like, this is my review, my unofficial. But yeah, wait, were you going to say something? Did I cut you off? No, I forgot. Okay, I have some ideas. Yes. If we want to segue into some, like, cues from yeah. the audience. Yeah, segue. Mm-hmm. We've been talking or, for 50 minutes. Because I have... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just so fun. We're just always vibing. But yeah, let's... Oh, my God, wait, yeah, we got to wrap up then towards... Okay, this will be good. So I just asked my peeps my followers yes. <laughs> my friends online what they wanted us to talk about and rachel waynes actually co-host of balls deep that we <laughs> talked about earlier yeah she asked confidence tips from the master me yes i'm assuming because it was my <laughs> idea no but it's you this bitch is, this is a we but this is a way yeah. oh what me um so Basically, I wrote I wrote down a list of things. Guys, I'm taking this podcast so seriously you guys don't even know. Um, and I have my list of things. But I thought I would like, before I pop off, open it up to you 
and if you can tell me a little bit of what what you do to work on your confidence and what keeps you confident um this is hard i feel like it's definitely something. I know I sprung it on you. I know. I feel like it's definitely something I've like adopted over time where it's just like I just somehow have like I turn off a switch where it's like I don't give a shit at what anyone else thinks about me. Um, and I definitely try to like do things to help with my confidence, whether it's like mm-hmm. self-care things. So like. I work out, but not because I dislike my body. I work out because it releases endorphins and yeah, maybe it'll make me a little hotter, but also being hot and working out, that's all subjective. Like I know, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I don't know how I came to be like, oh, I'm hot. Cause I was talking about this yesterday mm-hmm. and we were talking about, um, how, when I look at pictures of myself when I was like 17 and like junior year in high school, I was like my fittest. Right. And I was like doing soccer. I was going to the gym all the time. And I thought I was fat. Like I, you know, mm-hmm. same, same, and same. Now same. I and look now back I look at those back photos. And I'm like, where? I know. I'm like, that girl was so hot. Like she was not fat at all. She was like so skinny or not so skinny, but just like, you know, tone, whatever. And now I, I don't have that body. Girl, that's just like society yeah. and our up Catholic upbringings and just like living in Latin, like in Latin America and Miami being Latin America yeah. adjacent and just like growing up in a society that shamed yeah. any sort of fat. And every magazine was like how to die and whatever. Exactly. That's like not your fault that so you I think, viewed yourself like that then. Yeah, I think like remembering the times, like even in recent times or like um, where... I've literally had men cry over me. Like, that's a confidence booster in itself. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like, I like, I've and I've hooked up with guys or like whatever people or people have like called me hot and I'm like, yeah, true. And I like, I'm like, damn. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. You you are no. I totally get that. Not that Jazza and I base our confidence or like our value in the people or the guys that we hook up with but it doesn't hurt yeah like for me i remember when i was like the biggest i've been i think was maybe like my fresh sophomore year of college moving to the u.s eating american food and having depression and trying to feed myself for the first time as an adult was just like an overall not a good combination i gained a lot of weight but like i decided i was hot probably when i was like i don't know 17 18 so even when i was my heaviest i never didn't feel hot like i like yeah felt whatever i didn't feel not hot because everyone always treated me like i was hot because i treated myself like i was hot and also when my my i remember i got in a huge fight with my mom but like my mom was just like oh i just like don't want you to feel my mom's a bit overweight but like not horribly but whatever and she grew up in the same society we did and worse so she's she has body image issues and she's just projecting unfortunately and not on purpose onto me and i'm like girl like i get why you feel that way but like i'm growing up in a different society and like i am so secure and people have wanted to fuck me at all different weights i've always been hot so i'm like not that i base it on that but it is a reality she was like well i just want you know people to find you like she like went down the tangent of like other people finding men finding you attractive and i was like dude i'm fucking left and right dude like it doesn't matter my weight like it doesn't matter like i like can have whoever i want because 
Hotness is not about just physical appearance. It's about energy. It's about aura. It's about how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and confidence is tied into that. Yeah, um, I think like, but yeah, what would make me? Thing, dude. Yeah, what would make me feel the least confident about myself was like my weight, right? Like that was like the one thing that would like bring me down. And then when I realized, like, oh, no one actually gives a fuck about how big or skinny you really? are, like oh okay like anytime someone would make a comment mostly like family members like oh you've gained a little weight whatever whatever and it's like so i'm still hot like that's just like was my mentality like so people still want to get with me like that doesn't matter like no one cares um i'm still just as smart i'm still just as funny i'm still just as hardworking yeah. as caring like that doesn't change or fluctuate with someone's weight like you are still who you are your body's just a vessel like it's like it's just carrying our brain around yeah. all day having fucking thoughts and i still definitely go through times where like the body dysmorphia kicks in and i'm like oh i have such a belly like oh my god like I'll, like i will you know my arms aren't skinny enough whatever whatever like i'll definitely have those moments but you know i will i will again tell myself these things like what does it matter like literally i know i'm so hot like no one's noticing these things i'll put on a bad bitch outfit and like feel good and that's it i love that all very true but and I, I want the confidence queen to say because this is your realm for sure like you're way more confident than i am i'm just like <laughs> well yeah so i wrote some stuff down because i wanted to like actually think and not just like talk mm-hmm. willy-nilly and things that are like not linked to it's like about my confidence i think comes from like my energy and how i treat myself like that's kind of the main thing and i think it happened to me around the time i'll give give you guys a little anecdote a little backstory we're gonna do a little flashback to when i was 14 years old little (laughs) old me um living life uh i had a bestie uh her name's Vanessa. We're still really good friends. Um, and we were living life, living in our little enclosed neighborhood, Barriada, for those who speak Spanish, vibing, meeting boys, hanging by the pool, living life. And I had a crush on this boy called Pedro, okay? I had a crush. I was like, damn, he's so cute. We hung out, all of us, like with the neighborhood kids. And then one day I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to like try and like hang out with him one-on-one and like see what happens and that day he messaged me and he goes hey i really like your friend vanessa oh something 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 i blacked out i was like wow i've been i've been shot i've been shot (laughs) and then i had like a, a day of feeling horrible and i was like wow like i'm not as pretty or like whatever and then i was like wait a minute no we're not going to define my value by a man's decision of who he wants to make out with. Like, that's just not what we're doing. And also, that was the last time I, like, let a man have, like, any sort of power over me and my feelings. Um, apart from, like, then my relationship in high school. But, like, that was two years. Like, obviously, like, yeah. that's gonna, he beat me down. But um, that was the last time I was like, I care what a man thinks. Like, it's like, and also, same thing. I was like, you have to be your number one fan. Because I was like, oh, he prefers... Her and that's okay because she's beautiful but i'm like okay but like i have all this stuff to offer and like my value isn't linked to like who he prefers right. or who anyone prefers because para los gustos hicieron los colores okay for different tastes there's the rainbow like there's something for everyone out there so you can never base your value on someone else's opinion of you that's like kind of number one on the base 
Another thing that I say all the time, like, yes, they say time is money, but like genuinely treat your time like actual currency. Money can be replaced. You can always earn money back. Like someone can pay you back. Like you can whatever, like take a L, work your way up. Other things, things are replaceable, but like your time, you cannot buy time back like no matter how rich you are like that's just like impossible and how you treat your time and how you let other people treat your time is a huge indicator of like how you perceive yourself and for me if someone wastes my time I say it loud and clear I tell them I don't like being fucked around and like this is your last <laughs> opportunity for me to like change my mind on like how I perceive you like especially when I'm this is particularly when I'm first dating with the closer you are to me the more slack you get to like my allowance of time and like I have some friends who are late and that's who they are and that's fine because it's not that serious but like with people that I'm dating if someone's late I'll be like I'm not like I'll be like no then no or if someone cancels on me I'm like okay but then we're not doing this at all like it's just like I'm very like no no that I'm not one of those people who will reschedule two hours before like I just won't yeah um unless like there's a good reason um, because I'm like, I can't let you think that like my time is available and like willy-nilly. You know what I mean? And I feel like how you treat your time also has like this has a direct correlation with like your confidence as well and like how you view yourself. And like I love that it's it's both of those things where it's like don't let people waste your time because like time is the most important thing. And that has to do with like a little bit of like dating you know that's a little bit of dating advice but also it's a confidence advice because it's like if you think someone's gonna waste your time then you think your time isn't important therefore you are not confident that that leads to like a type of unconfidence non-confidence in yourself insecurity yeah, yeah because it's like insecurity that i get well yeah but i guess it's not like yin or yang or black or white like yeah but, but yeah that's that's one thing like your time is the most valuable thing that you possess and you're always in control of who and how much you give it to two affirmations um because you can affirm to yourself whatever the fuck you want i wake up every day and i go good morning gorgeous who's the hottest bitch on earth it's you like i know objectively that isn't true because i share this earth with saweetie and kalani and like a lot of like like arguably most but i'm like in my reality that i exist in in my brain i am the hottest bitch alive like no one i'm like you can say no i'm like sure but the way that i perceive my day to day uh, it's me it's me i win i'm the hottest bitch so if we're gonna put me on a scale then sure objectively i am wrong if you compare me to the rest of the world sure i'm not the hottest bitch but like doesn't matter. I'm never going to be put on that scale. I'm never competing with anybody else but myself. So no one else is here. It's me. <laughs> You're like, no. I think um, it's just like making yourself so your, you know, you are the main character in your life. And as the main character, you're going to be the hottest. Yeah. And it's like no one else can hear your thoughts. So why be like, oh, I'm so ugly, like, look at my pores, or like, I don't like how I look in this, when you can just be like, wow, I'm the hottest, look at me, your eyebrows, babe, you're so perfect, wow, I can't believe anyone else came out today when you look like this, like, it's your private thoughts. Yeah. No one's gonna judge you about, like, how you think of yourself, but people are gonna judge you on how you speak about yourself. Right. So if you are constantly having negative thoughts about yourself, and perceiving yourself negatively you're probably gonna speak about yourself that way and put yourself down never do that like even if you feel 
a bit down on yourself or you're not feeling very confident don't let anyone know unless you're like in a safe space with your friends where you can like let your guard down and be supportive but yeah. don't let anybody else know that you're like you you think you look bad today or like that you you don't like the weight that you're at or mm. that like you don't think you're as fun or as hot as other people like don't clue anyone in because people are just gonna treat you how you tell them to treat you and like if you tell them that you're like the hottest piece of ass to grace this earth because of just the way you carry yourself and the way you talk about yourself then they're gonna believe you because they don't have any other frame of reference and your personality isn't on google to be fact checked so it's like when people say you know when you're manifesting write it down so it comes true like everything's more powerful if you write it down it's like when you say something out loud you are like that is just as impactful in the universe so instead of being like oh i hate the way i look today or like oh i i'm feeling so xyz be like look how look how fucking awesome my ass looks in these jeans or like oh my god i look so hot today like just say it who cares if people think you sound conceited who gives a shit your true friends won't think you sound conceited at all they'll be like hell yeah fucking yeah you do i'm gonna hype my bitch up like that's just true friends will think that way and if they're not saying stuff like that and if they're just like oh my god like no one would ever say that to a friend i think but like if you have a friend who's like oh my god like she's being so conceited that's their own insecurity because they won't want they are not powerful enough to like voice their own manifestations out loud and their own confidence like out loud and that's their own issue that has nothing to do with you yeah it literally has nothing to do with you if anyone tries to put you down they're insecure and that's then you should shine brighter because if someone's trying to dim you then be like all right let me just turn the fucking radiance up and you have to be your number one fan like you have to be because no one else is gonna be like all of my friends are my fans they love me they support me but like no one is ever going to support you the way you can support yourself so why be your enemy when you can be your biggest ally like it's like you live in your brain you are more in control of the reality that you exist in than you think it's just about like changing your behaviors if you change the way you speak about yourself maybe you can change the way you think about yourself quite wait but then you will eventually change the way you think about yourself because it's like you're creating that reality and you're creating that existence for yourself i walk around in the room like i high energy like i pass the mirror and i'm like "Mm," i make faces at myself i take selfies in front of people i don't give a fuck i look amazing like i'm obsessed with myself i have so much to work with so and it doesn't always have to be like yes i know i'm beautiful like i have pretty privilege or whatever but like (laughs) even if you feel like you're not objectively pretty like there's always something to like about yourself you can love how shiny your hair is like you can love the sound of your voice like you can love the shade of pink that your lips are like there's always something to like about yourself and if you have to start at one little thing i like that my eyelashes are longer than the average human beings fine start that and then tomorrow then pick two things and then like eventually you will learn to love the whole of yourself but it takes work like when people ask me oh how are you so confident i work at it every single day every single day i'm working on being myself and like what do i need and you talked about it easy like doing a little bit of self-care like that's sometimes part of maintaining your confidence and is like disappearing a little bit and like not speaking to anyone even though you want to be and that's normally who you are but you need to take care of yourself or like there's a million ways to do it but it's not linked to appearance like even if you don't it's a link towards energy and attitude yeah and this is like not something that we're born with like we're born with depression and anxiety like combined so this is obviously Mm -hmm. something that like 
even if you are like, oh, I'm, I suffer from all this like depression or anxiety or like body dysmorphia or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like we, you can learn, this is like learned behavior. Like co- being confident is learned behavior. And no matter what you're going through, you can learn it. You're not born with it. No mm-hmm. one's born with it. We didn't come out of our mom's wombs. Like, oh my God, yes, I'm the hottest bitch alive. Like that is learned. And you just have to, as Fran said, like you just have to keep at it every day. Like it's work, but it's worth work that is worthwhile. Exactly. And like Juicy and I are both 23. So we've had 23 years on earth of like combination of trauma and good experiences and bad experiences and the things that have led us to develop ourselves in this way. And we're just trying to share these tidbits as like anecdotal. Like now that I have a way that I can reflect on my life because I have enough life to reflect on, like these are the things that have made sense for me. And I feel like for my friends as well, because I think I genuinely am the most confident person that I know, like of the people that I know in real life. Like I think that is me. And I think my mission on life is to get everybody else that I love and even the people that I don't know that I can reach to feel that way about them. Because again, I don't think there's any reason you shouldn't feel this way. Like, it's your private brain you can do what you want like you can feel about yourself how you want and like we don't live in a society that is celebrating putting women down and people down like i think individuality and confidence is celebrated more and more and more and like as i've said before and i'll say it again because i feel like like it's only embarrassing if you're embarrassed and like as a confident person i'm never embarrassed because i'm like nothing i do i think is embarrassing because i don't think i'm embarrassing yeah Women who rap about being hot and being baddies and knowing their worth and bagging rich dudes and rejecting guys left and right and following the bag. Like, even if it's not music that you will normally listen to, but like the rap girls, like if you can, there's some songs you can just listen to them as affirmations, like hear the way these girls speak about themselves and the music that they put out. That's how they carry themselves and be like, that's how I should speak about myself. Like that is how I should, you know, like that is the attitude I need to have to shine because like you need not everyone's gonna let you shine you have to like make space for yourself and being confident is is like i think the biggest way to do it oh, i love that because you're so right especially um, with the music like they're such bad bitches and their music will literally make me feel so confident i feel like when i was on a meg and sweetie binge i felt the most confident because i was like ah it just makes me feel hot and it makes me want to shake my ass and put on something hot and just like have everyone look at me (laughs) dude 100 do you know that tiktok song that's like i am healthy i am wealthy i am rich i am that bitch i'm gonna go take i am gonna go get that bag and i am not gonna take your shit i like literally mari and i will Um, play that and we'll be like are we gonna listen to this every morning like i there was a thing yes that was like say it every morning yes yes I like sometimes when I was going on a date and stuff like I would put that song right before I walked up to the person and I'm like yes like that's me it just like sets the tone yeah I think let me see okay I have one more and this is huge and I feel like might be surprising but I stand by it I think setting boundaries is one of the biggest things that you can do for your confidence um because you have to really strictly show people how to treat you and what you will and will not tolerate in a way that's like that they can understand and that it can be a rule that is broken or or followed and what I mean by that is like I didn't like your tone when you spoke to me like that or like I don't appreciate how you're Mm -hmm. speaking to me right now or you know that that's 
that kind of comment is simply not going to fly around me. Like simple things like that where you don't have to fight, you don't have to get, you know, any sort of way. And it doesn't have to be like an impossible boundary to set where be like, oh, I have to set a boundary. You can't do that. It's just like kind of catching things in the moment. And I'm on the go setting boundaries because you have to be like you have to, you know, show people what's okay and what's not. And boundary setting is something that has done wonders for my relationship with my mom like like as an adult being like what she can and can't say to me and I just simply put it on the table it's like mommy you simply cannot talk about my body like yeah. you cannot unless I start a discussion about my body and you're around uh, opening you as an invitation for you to like comment right. don't speak about my body and that was like a hard boundary that I set with my mom about my confidence I'm like a lot of my body image issues unfortunately came from my mom not because my, my mom's a bad person or a bad mom on the contrary she never made us diet she like really didn't talk much about my body but it was just like little comments because of the way she was brought up on the society yeah. we both lived in but it was like i was like you know what you can't really talk about my body in a way that i won't get offended even if you're saying something nice because i have trauma so let's not at all yeah and like that's helped my confidence especially around my mom because now i know i can be my easy breezy self and not be on edge so that she's gonna say something about my body and then i'm gonna react because I really lash out at my mom and then like the energy is going to be super fucking tense and then like no one's going to enjoy themselves and that boosts my confidence to the floor when I don't feel like myself and like being angry and fighting like it's just like not a state I like to be in so even though it seems like they're not correlated like they really are if you think about like your your well-being inside your brain absolutely um and that's all the things that I had written down I hope that helps I think that was great you give such good tips well you are the most confident bitch so listen to her and follow her on tiktok (laughs) (laughs) yeah follow me on tiktok my tiktoks are so good my tiktok handle is fran but chaotic okay go check it out fran but chaotic it's so good we'll we'll link um I love this. Yeah, well, I think I hope that is something we can achieve with this podcast, making girls confident and other people, the girls, the gays in the days. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Honestly, even boys, like I'll help you with your confidence, but you'll have to pay, though. Yeah. For everyone else, it's free. <laughs> free for the girls, gays and days. Men have to pay. Yeah, they can come. But, you know. It's like at the club, you know, it costs yeah. money. To, you're going to come in, see some ass, not for free, not in this economy. <laughs> Hell nah. Oh, also, just a fun little thing I um, forgot to say. Wow, that was a long pause. Um, Wasim got me laundry from Fenty, so it's coming. Yay! I can't wait to show it to you. I'll show it to you when I have it. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. You're it's so a fun sexy. one. It's, it's like so good at taking news. <laughs> it's like a little different from like a regular lingerie set, which I like because I'm like, mm. I mean, I don't wear lingerie that often, but I like that it's like a different type of lingerie from what I normally have. It's different. She's it's so different. different. I will. I'm so excited to get it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to see the pics. That's all I have. Um don't forget to That's all I have also. I mean, it's fine. We've been talking for a while and I <laughs> you got to add it. Um <laughs> I know, I know. It's all good. I'm excited. <laughs> I think this one was a good one. Yeah. Like, I black out every Me time too. we record. I like the second we stop talking, I black out. I'm like, I don't know what we just talked about. But then you oh, get to listen to it again. But but you guys do cuz you were just listening right now. Woo! 
anyways that's Giselle Gonzalez that's Fran Olgolvi don't forget to follow us at W-Y-D-R-N pod and email us at W-Y-D-N no I said that wrong W-Y-D-R-N pod at gmail.com yeah Send us your questions, comments, love. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and a comment. It helps so much with podcasts. It takes two minutes for you. <laughs> um, and have a great week, baby. Have a great week. Uh, love you. Love you. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>